welcome to episode 19 of El Vanilla, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and the history around it. My name is Matt, and with me, the original Stray Gators, Adam and Grace. Nice to see you both. Hello. Stray Gators. Stray Gators or Straight Gators? Stray. Wow. Do you know who they are? Did you do your research? I'm going (laughs) to... Wow. We are literally... Like two seconds in. The accusations come in. The flying. <laughs> yes. I know who they are. Do you know who they are? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't got a clue. No. I am by assuming they're something to do with Neil Young. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> <laughs> so normally me and Adam see a healthy but good amount of each other. But, yeah. uh, mm. but this week or this past week, we mm. haven't seen any of each other. No. No. And I've actually spent more time with you, Grace. Come on. We went on holiday with our other halves. Isn't that magical? Yeah, we, we uh, had a caravan. Do you have a good time, guys? So good. It We're going to buy our own caravan now, aren't we? There was talk of it. Really? Yeah, there was, was talk. Was it serious There was no serious chat. Right. <laughs> um, but there was one for 12 and a half. Do you huh? fancy going in with us? I, I do not. <laughs> I did so, not. Yeah, but we had a great time and we found Amazing. these lakes, Adam. Yeah. Amazing. Went different in that. I saw you were I saw you were paddling in a, what looked like a stream. Mm. Mm. Um, but no, you found lakes. That's not that's mm-hmm. cool. But Wales, isn't it? Where North, North Wales. North Wales, beautiful. And as we've said, Liverpool is the best place mm. because there's so many places you can get to. It took us an hour to get there. Beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. So good. So there you go. Great. And you know. This podcast, this one right here with you. This one here. Is actually <laughs> not your other one. Not, not my other one. <laughs> is actually going out late. Shocking. So apologies for the late podcast going out. Sorry, guys. So we normally release them on Tuesday morning, but it's now Tuesday evening. And I'd like to explain why. So <laughs> I'd like you to explain why, Tim. But I'm, I'm going to read out a text that I received. Oh. <laughs> and then, Grace, I'm going to leave it over to you. Okay. I can't remember what I said. I would like some like little music underneath. So yeah, if we could like a, a get jazz. Get the jazz. Bed. <laughs> jazz bed Always. Guys, we are having a proper nightmare with Otis. <laughs> Who's Otis? Chris? The cutest puppy. So your new puppy has yeah. arrived. We are having a proper nightmare with Otis. He just pooed all over his bed and himself <laughs> and everything wow it's quite a feat for such a small dog he's on another level right now so if it's okay can we rearrange tonight i'm so sorry i know that's a pain but imagine a house covered in poo i mean imagine i think that's justifiable could you not just let sam to deal with it (laughs) guys he's a fireman he's used to emergencies that's what a wonderful wife i am wow no sam i'm not gonna leave you (laughs) with a dog Thought and a house full of poo. Thought about it there, didn't you? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Two times. Stood us up the stairs like, I could creep out. <laughs> I don't want to go into too many details, but mm. there was a poo. Oh, there was. There was a poo. He rolled in it. He freaked out in it. Basically, he was freaking out. Right. Because we just got him. He realised that you guys weren't what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> you look different in your online profiles. You've all been there. You swiped right by accident. I don't Catfish. know if you swiped right <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so we just, it was like the first full day we got him. Yeah. That we had him. Um, and yeah, he had, maybe like separation. I was like, like every time we would leave him in the room he would have a full-on meltdown screaming he's so he's a husky puppy so he would howl he's howling already howl, oh I don't oh think he's howling what do you mean already i think they started from really? from there <laughs> the yeah, womb i mean well, a baby doesn't start chatting rubbish when it's yeah i mean, it is I mean they do they it's scream <laughs> i've got sh- i've got shocking news for you if you think babies don't talk until they're like two no so he wasn't always howling oh, okay. um but like a week he or so now. before we got him yeah, he started and mm. yeah, it's it's something to behold. And he just freaks out. So he was like jumping everywhere. And so he would like, he poos out of like scaredness of the fact that we've left him. We've all done it. And then, yeah, you know, we, we've all been there. My we've first breakup there. was very tough. <laughs> <laughs> and then because he was like throwing himself around, he was then, you know, one with his own excrement. So how, how long so, did it yeah. take for you to, was it not straight away? Or you did know straight away? Oh yeah, like straight away. Oh, it's a, it's a potent smell. Yeah, I'm it's like, not. It's not discreet. So you got married like a year ago. Just, yeah. oh, it's definitely a year ago. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. over a year ago, and um, so you've been doing up this house, getting <gasps> it all nice. <laughs> 
And then this little tiny fair ball. Don't get a puppy, guys. Disclaimer. <laughs> Adopt. A second question. Mm. When you say everywhere. Okay, well, yeah, it was everywhere in the hallway. So he has his bed oh, in the sad, hallway. Okay. Mm. So it wasn't on your couch or anything? Oh, no, no, no. Because oh, I was bored in it. I was like... It wasn't literally the whole... It wasn't that much poorer than it would be. I had visions. The whole house. Like that grey couch, brown. <laughs> you literally went to brown town. <laughs> it's yeah. awful. Made a visit, stayed for a while. <laughs> so grim. He had pillows and blankets in there that we just had to bin. Oh. Because it was that... <laughs> it was that, like, in, like, pressed in, like... Do you regret any decisions you made? Or? Um, I regret leaving him for those brief five seconds that I dared to leave the room. How dare you have a life? How dare I have a shower? Final question. Whose idea was it to leave him for that five seconds? Um, I guess if you ask different, either me or Sources. Sam, we're going to have different stories to tell. Right. You know? <laughs> but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It sounds horrific. Mm. It was. So we're a week late. I mean, yeah. we're only a day late, but we normally record. So well, our summer schedule is all it. It was easier to do this podcast when we had like normal things going on, wasn't yeah. it? But, but now it's summer. It's all up in the air. So, mm. yeah. so there we go. Here we are. Bit of variety. In life. Forgiveness is key. It is. Well, and we got here in the end. We, we made it. Slow mm. and steady, guys. <laughs> Slow and steady. <laughs> Slow and steady. You did wash your hands before you came here, right? <laughs> I was expecting to wash them here when I go in. I thought you were wearing leather brown gloves. Is that not what <laughs> Well, I can't wait to meet Otis. It's You've exciting. never lied more in your life. You do not like <laughs> no, dogs. No, I, I don't like dogs, but I am excited. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, you well. can't, you know, it's like a new And he's better now. He's changed. He's better now. How much better? He went poor well over, yeah. That's bad. That's, good. That's, well, he's I, a good boy. I'd expect that. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's not like, oh, well, you know. At least you're yeah, right. <laughs> I, I feel like that is bare minimum. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Well, this week we're talking about Neil Young, mm. Harvest from 1972. And Adam, yeah. you're going to give us some context to 1972, right? No, because we've had 1972. Oh, Ooh, did we? we have oh, yeah, we, with... Um, Listen to the podcast, Matt. <laughs> talking book. We're talking book. Oh, this yeah, is Stevie yeah. Wonder. So we are having a Neil Young bio. Oh, now, brilliant. I think all the other bios that we've done, the person has passed away. This, I think this is the first bio we've done where the person is still living. I don't know. I don't think we did a Stevie Wonder bio. I didn't. Don't no. know what I said there. Um, so, yeah, I think this is the first person. So, I'm going to fact check that. But I please do fact right. check that. But I'm pretty certain. Um, anyway, Sam. Uh, Neil Young uh, was born on November the 12th, 1945 in Toronto, Ontario. He is a native of Canada, which I never knew. Mm-hmm. I thought he was kind of a southern gentleman, but now he's a, a Canadian. Um, shortly after Young's birth in 1945, his family moved to rural Omimi, I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, again in Ontario, uh, which Young later described fondly as a sleepy little place, which is nice. Uh, Young actually suffered from polio in 1952 during the last major outbreak of the disease in Ontario. And uh, the Canadian singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell, then aged nine, was also hit by the virus. Uh, wow. By the, by the pandemic. So, yeah, um, it's quite interesting. So, is polio, she Canadian too? I believe she is. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Candice produced quite a lot of, lot of good people, most Shania notably. Twain. I was about to say hey. Shania Twain, <laughs> of course, and obviously Mickey Bubbles, uh, Michael Bublé. Mm. So during the mid-1950s, uh, Neil Young listened to a lot of uh, rock and roll, rockabilly, doo-wop, R&B, country, western pop, all that. And he idolised, of course, everyone's favourite, Elvis Presley with his magical pelvis. Uh, and then later <laughs> referred to him in a number of his songs. Uh, other early musical influences include uh, Link Ray, uh, Jimmy Gilmer uh, and the Fireballs, The Ventures, Cliff Richard and the Shadows, Chuck Berry, Hank Marvin, Little Richard, you name it, Neil Young liked it, <laughs> pretty much. If it's rock and roll, Neil Young's <laughs> like nice. Um He first began to play music himself on a plastic ukulele, which was quite fun, uh, before, as he would later relate, going on to a Betty ukulele, to a banjo ukulele, to a baritone ukulele, everything but a guitar. So in his young days, he's playing everything. But if he'd have done the quiz last week, <laughs> he didn't. Oh. He'd have been all over it. Take note, Grace. Take note. <laughs> Take note. So while attending Kelvin High School in Winnipeg, he played in several instrumental rock bands. Eventually, dropping out of school altogether in favour of a musical career, uh, his first stable band was called the Squires, 
and the band played in kind of the Fort William area, which is now part of the city of Thunder Bay, Ontario. Canada's got a lot of cool names. Winnipeg, Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay is Quebec. What did you say? Oh, oh yeah. Omimi. Don't know whether I'm saying that right. If anyone is listening in Canada, please correct, but I'm pretty sure it's Omimi. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um... So in Fort William, kind of where they were playing, they recorded a series of demos which were produced by a local producer called Rady, who Young called the original Briggs. I don't know. I hope they called him Radio. Hey. That's nice. Good wordplay. <laughs> I hope that's what they I don't think they did. <laughs> they should have. But they should. They absolutely should have. And then video killed. Rady. Oh. Star. <laughs> if, if they knew Ringo Star. There we go. Uh, so while playing kind of uh, at this place called the Flamingo, which was a club um, in kind of the Fort William area, um, Young met f- fellow musician Stephen Stills, later of Crosby, Stills and Nash, uh, whose band The Company was playing the same venue, the Flamingo, and they became uh, they became friends, kind of uh, equals friends. After leaving the Squires, Young worked folk clubs in Winnipeg, where he first met Joni Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell recalls Young as having been highly influenced by Bob Dylan at the time, where he wrote some of his earliest and most enduring folk songs, such as Sugar Mountain, which is about lost youth. Uh, Mitchell wrote a song called The Circle Game in response. Um, and yeah, they kind of all kind of got together and, and playing all in Winnipeg. Um, a band called The Guess Who, with Randy Bachman as lead guitarist, had a Canadian top 40 hit with Young's song Flying on the Ground is Wrong, which was Young's first major success as a songwriter. So he's quite young. He's been up with other famous Canadian musicians or would-be famous Canadian musicians. Um, and he's, he's getting stuff out there. He's got a hit already, kind of. And uh, yeah, it's going well. So in 65, uh, Neil Young toured Canada as a solo artist. And in 66, while in Toronto, he joined the Rick James-fronted Minor Birds. Minor spell M-Y-N-A-H. So I assume it's minor. It's quite a cool way to spell that. I like that. Uh, the band managed to secure a record deal with Motown label, which is quite interesting. But as their first album only was I being... Like, a few weeks ago. On. Well, if only. We're learning so much in hindsight. You kind of could have put Neil Young on there. Um, but as their first album was being recorded... Uh, Rick James was arrested for being AWOL from the Navy Reserves. Can you imagine being arrested for that? Um, And after the Minor Birds disbanded, Young and the bass player Bruce Palmer decided to pawn the group's musical musical equipment equipment, equipment, um, and buy a Pontiac Hearse, which they used to relocate to Los Angeles. Uh, And Young admitted in a 2009 interview that he was in the United States illegally until he received a green card. So yeah, he kind of snuck into America illegally in this uh, in this Pontiac Hearse. It's quite a big car. Relocated to uh, LA. So once they reached LA, uh, Young and Palmer met up with Stephen Stills and uh, a fellow called Richie Fury after a a chance encounter in traffic on Sunset Boulevard. And along with Dewey Martin, they formed a band called Buffalo Springfield, Mm -hmm. which I always thought was a person until I read him, until I made this bio. I thought Buffalo, but I'm thinking of Dusty Springfield probably. And that's where I'm uh, getting confused. So yeah, they created this band called Buffalo Springfield, which was a mixture of folk, country, psychedelia, rock, things like that. Um, And uh, Stills and Young uh, kind of both played guitar in it, and it was quite a a bit of an edgier sound. Um, And yeah, they're, they're... guitar playing kind of drove Buffalo Springfield to being a bit of a success and their first record self-titled record Buffalo Springfield uh, sold pretty well uh, after Stills topical song For What It's Worth became a hit um, which uh, Neil Young played harmonica over so Neil Young kind of becomes known for playing harmonica and you know guitar electric guitar and stuff like that um, so yeah, according to Rolling Stone, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and other sources, Buffalo Springfield helped create the genre of folk rock and country rock. Oh, nice. So they're kind of this really early band in this kind of genre that Neil Young and Stephen Stills specifically have a hand in creating, mm-hmm. um, which is quite, quite cool. Uh, in May 1968, the band split up for good, but to fulfill a contractual obligation, a final studio album last time around was released what i learned while doing this is in the late 60s neil young is busy he's in mm. so many different bands he's doing some solo stuff it's crazy i don't know how he kind of got around at all but but he did uh so 
Where are we? So after the breakup of Buffalo Springfield, Neil Young went solo, releasing a solo album called Neil Young. He likes a self-titled <laughs> number, it seems. Um, the first solo album wasn't a huge success, and for the follow-up, Young got together a band who took up the name Crazy Horse after the historical figure. So that's his kind of backing band, as it were. Uh, so the album Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere, which was released in May 1969, is credited to Neil Young with Crazy Horse. Uh, it was recorded in just two weeks, and the album includes songs such as Cinnamon Girl, Cowgirl in the Sand, and Down by the River. And Young reportedly wrote all three songs in bed on the same day while nursing a high fever of 39 degrees Celsius. Wow. Very nice, hi man. Mm, mm. So uh, he's in bed, he's got this fever, and he writes these these three songs, uh, which go on to be uh, quite critical successes. Uh, soon after, Young joined another band, so he's still got his solo stuff with Crazy Horse, but he's joined another band, and uh, this time teaming up with the already successful Crosby, Stills and Nash. Um, he agreed to join only if he was named a fully named member. So they wanted him to come along, but he was like, I'm not going to join unless you make the band Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Yeah. It's quite incredible. Uh, so he, he certainly knows what he's about. Um, so he joins them. And now the musicians frequently argued, particularly Neil Young and Stephen Stills, they're constantly at each other's throats. Uh, they both fought for control and Stills continued throughout their lifelong relationship to criticise Young, uh, saying that he wanted to play folk music in a rock band. So Crosby, Stills and Nash... Um, kind of uh, this kind of rocket rock band really not so much folk but Neil Young wants to play this this folk music and obviously it creates tension but despite this tension Young's tenure with Crosby Stills Nash and Young uh, coincided with the band's most creative and successful period and greatly contributed to his subsequent success as a solo artist so I kind of got the feeling while looking through all this Neil Young likes to try different projects and I don't want to say he piggybacks off them but he mm. kind of uses these to kind of propel himself and and uses success, which is fun. He's obviously very talented and he kind of joins along with these people um, and helps them. So, yeah, quite incredible. So this leads us up to 1971 and 1972, uh, where off the back of his success with Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, which is a real mouthful, uh, Neil Young releases two more solo albums uh, after the Gold Rush in 71 uh, and the album we're looking at today, which is Harvest. Uh, so for after the gold rush, Young recorded some parts with Crazy Horse, but he actually dismissed them early on in the recording, said he didn't need them anymore, um, and he decided to embrace a kind of wider range of sounds than they were offering. Um, and then, yeah, so and then he created, obviously, Harvest, which we're going to talk about. Uh, as I said, he's still alive today, uh, and he continues to have success. And he's now a bit of a, a bit of an icon when it comes to a few different genres. In the late 80s, he released an album called Rockin' in the Free World, which was kind of a little bit of his comeback, which served as inspiration for the genre of grunge with Kurt Cobain and Eddie Vedder along, uh, well, citing Young as a bit of an inspiration. Wow. So he, he kind of, again, creating genres almost. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, as I said, he's, he's still alive today and he's still uh, Rocking in the still free world. making music, yeah, and that song itself, "Rocking in the Free World," mm. Mm. causing a bit of controversy right. because um, Donald Trump is using it. Yes, and Neil Young doesn't want him to. No, no, so, he's there uh, taking him, taking him to court, taking him to court, which isn't the first time that he said he doesn't want him to use it. Mm. And five years ago, Donald Trump said, "Oh, he's a hypocrite," and yeah. blah, 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 blah blah blah. And then basically, he said this time he's suing him. So there you go. So wow. And there's a good performance where the. Uh, Neil Young says F you Donald Trump well, there you go it's very good <laughs> very good very good indeed yeah. and he's like mainly an electric guitarist mm. and then so this album is very acoustic here it's a bit different and so we're going to mm. go on to talk about that in a minute but other albums from 1972 yeah. got The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust Ooh. by David Bowie it's a good one this one was for you Adam because you mentioned Chateau earlier in, oh, yeah. in an earlier episode I did, I did. Hunky Chateau oh. by Elton John uh, <laughs> Thick as a Brick Jethro Tull. I like that. Thick as a brick. Yeah. Ooh. Talking book, Stevie Wonder, which we've already talked about. And then a good, you know, we'd like to throw in a little you know, Beatles-related song. Throw him in. One. Come on. Of course. Give Ireland Back to the Irish by Paul McCartney. Love it. You like that song? I do. It's very interesting, mm. which got banned from the BBC uh, because, you know, it was all about... Giving Ireland back to the Irish? Yeah, which... BBC, British, mm. you know, Broadcast Corporation, etc., etc. So, yeah, so there you go. Mm. Uh, we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about the album. Okay. <laughs> 
Amazing. So let's talk about the album. So Harvest is, like you said, the fourth studio album uh, by Neil Young, released in 1972 in the February. Um, it has the London Symphony Orchestra on two tracks. Mm. Um, it has David Crosby, Graham Nash, uh, Stephen Stills on the album uh, doing backing vocals and James Taylor. Yes. Um, and you know what? Um, Neil Young didn't think this album was going to be as much of a success mm. as it was. And, you know, it really took off. And I have to say, I love this album. Right. Really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. And so he kind of hires this band after the Crazy Horses or Crazy Horse um, band called the Stray Gators. And they're kind of like a country, like country session musicians. Mm. Um, and he records it all over the world, basically. So like in London, in the States. Um, and it's... It's got a lot of different themes. I, there is no consistent sound in the whole album. Mm. I think it sounds very different all the way through it. Mm. Um, but for for me, I really, really enjoyed it. And there's a lot of things I enjoyed and we'll talk about it. Um, so, yeah, who who wants to start? Who wants to start talking about it? I think you've had enough of me. I think. Grace, huh? what do you think of the album? <sighs> well. <laughs> that, that huff, that's fine. <laughs> it's interesting. <that. laughs> um... Okay, so I think this album mm-hmm. is an acquired taste. Oh, right. Right. And I am yet to acquire that taste. That's so <laughs> diplomatic. Very well done. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it was boring as anything. I knew you were going to say I this. Ju- it's just, but I'm sorry, you can't listen to folklore and say that's boring. And then enjoy this. Can, this, this. I mean, <laughs> can, can I will? No, no. They're very, can I just say they're very different? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This and, is my boring. No, no way. <laughs> but like even the palette, right? Yeah, musically they're completely different. But the palette is much better on this. Yeah. Right, okay. okay. <laughs> so what what did you like or what did you find? So Or you like, didn't like any of it? Th- no. <laughs> the first song, I was like, okay, I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy this. Mm-hmm. It's not like riveting. Having me out my seat, but Right. I think I'm going to enjoy it. It's like, oh, it sounds like it's going to be kind of chill. Who doesn't love a bit of harmonica? Who yeah. You know? Great. Um, oh, by the end, I was like, it's another level of boring. Ooh. It's just taking it to... I was out of my... I was skipping songs by the end. I was like, no, this is... It gets better as the album goes on. No, it... Wow. I, I like the London Symphony Orchestra. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. It's a shame that you're singing along with him. Oh, wow! I just. What do you think of his voice? Oh, it you annoys didn't like me. It. Mm. What song is it where he sings door to door, I'm and he's like sure. door to door? I mean, he is Canadian. Yeah, but <laughs> calm it down for the wow. song. Calm it down for the song. <laughs> Dial it back. Um, yeah, it's just. You really, you really didn't like anything about I it. I really, really did. Like, it made me think of when I was listening to it. I was imagining, like. You see those films and they're like riding their horses out in like, I don't know what, Texas or something. that kind of music. No, but then they go into a bar. Right. And there's like max five people in there. They're drunk out their skulls, sat there, no one's talking. And this dead boring music's playing in the background. Wow. This would be playing in the background. You know, we were talk. well, it hasn't come <laughs> out yet, but in one of our bonus episodes... <laughs> We were talking about we were talking who were we talking about? Nora Jones. Nora Jones. <laughs> Nora Jones. <laughs> no, she would not be there. Nora. And spoiler right. <laughs> you said, Oh, I could listen to Nora Jones in the bath right. Absolutely. This is my bath music. <laughs> it's a good way upon it, it's a good job. Uh, yeah. It's chill. It is and it's not even that chill. It's got proper like mm. heavy no. guitars towards the end. Well Yeah. You in, didn't even get there. I did I mean <laughs> That the last one words. I was my yeah, favourite. Where's just the one I'm talking about? Yeah, with that guitar solo. It's good, yeah, it's good. Brilliant. It peaks definitely at the end. And even like the time signatures thing. It goes in and out. It's so it's, it's eleven eight technically going yeah. in between six eight and five eight. And I, that's why I like it. It's cool. Everyone I love I love a good change of, of time signature. Yeah, it's great. Me too. Keeping us on our feet, love it. Mm. But that was that was a peak. And I'm glad you ended it there. <laughs> you know, quit while you're ahead. I mean okay. you still got a successful <laughs> career, so we didn't really quit. But I just thought like a lot of it. I'm sorry, I thought it was tacky. Tacky. I think that I think. Sorry to just slate him, but I just, yeah. I just think bad lyrics. Right. I'm it glad. was amazing lyrically. No, 
No, they're not. What are you talking they're about? They're tacky lyrics. They're stupid lyrics. And he, he himself says about a couple of them, I wish I didn't say that, like Alabama. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the slate he got. Wow. So, so he's slating, um, basically he's slating um, Sweet Home Alabama. And like the song, well, that was written then <laughs> against Neil Young. Yeah, Leonard Skinner. As like a ritual back battle. to him. Because he was saying like, you know, people in Alabama are basically racist. Yeah. Mm. It's and a civil then, rights song. I think it's great. I think it's great as well. Mm. And I, and Neil Young said, you know what, maybe I was a bit naive in the things that I said. Mm. But I didn't think it was rubbish. You can say, ah, oh, you know, mm. I go back on that. But mm. it's still good. Still stands up. But the fact that he went back on that and was like, oh, yeah, in hindsight, like, I chose the wrong words and I, should have, I shouldn't have said it and I regret the lyrics that I said. I was, it makes you, me think, like, well... Do you regret anything from 10 years ago? <laughs> are, are you wanting to st- for him to stick to his guns? Well, no, but I just think... You stand by everything you did 10 years ago. No! <laughs> I just think, like, while he was writing it. Hmm. Right. The amount of times you go over the lyrics and, and you're singing... The lyrics are, what about, did you listen to The Needle and The Damage Done? Yeah. And so writing a it's song deep, for it's all... It's deep, yeah. It's deep, it must, but if it's deep, it means lyrically it's got to be good. It's very honest. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very. But on a whole, you. But on a whole, I thought it was, it was it was okay. boring. All right, okay, fair enough. Anything else to say? No. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> now. Oh. Come on, come on. I kind of agree, not to the same extent, but I kind of agree about the voice. His voice mm-hmm. is is an acquired taste. That, it is. That yeah. kind of. I'm gonna say whiny. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. But. And it's kind of off one, but I did like this. I did like this album. It's acoustic I love an acoustic mm. album. Um, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I definitely need a few more listens from me. I'd like to listen to some of his other stuff, but I like his political stance. Mm. I'm kind mm. of into the politics. So I'm kind of into that. Um, the two songs that I really liked kind of lyrically, um, one that really stood out first of all, Old Man. Oh my god! It's kind of that wistfulness. Uh, I was a lot like you. It kind of tells a bit of a story. You could kind of interpret it a few different ways with the yeah. situation that's going on, like the Vietnam War, if you wanted to, and things like that. Um, yeah, as you said, James Taylor plays the banjo and sings on that one. Um, what, what's not to love about James Taylor? How sweet it is I to be loved like, by you. No, I don't like James Taylor. Oh, James wow, Taylor, okay. But. Now we've got a problem. <laughs> but um, You know, old man, though, mm. I just think it was... So it's about a guy that he bought a ranch off. And the guy was really old. Mm. And he kind of started looking at himself like, you know, one day I'll be that old it's man. Beautiful. Maybe it's something that I'm just relating to. But every time we talked about, I'm not an old man, but I'm kind of looking forward and thinking, mm. you know what, one day I will be an old man and I'll look back. Yeah. And I think there's something deep about that. And also it's it's really, again, quite honest for him to look at it and go, hey, me and you, yeah, there's an age difference, but we're, we're pretty much the same, me and you. You know, so I like that. And uh, the second one, I really, I really liked Alabama. Um, gave me Fleetwood Mac vibes. Which oh, one? Sorry, um, Alabama. Uh-huh. Um, kind of the backing vocals, kind of that kind of chorus. I don't know. Yeah, it gave me a lot of Fleetwood Mac vibes, um, which I was a fan of. Um, and yeah, as you said, caused Leonard Skinner to record "Sweet Home Alabama," which is a pretty good song in itself. It's a bit cheesy, but I kind of enjoy it. Um, yeah. So um, overall, I didn't hate it. Um, one of my favourite Neil Young songs wasn't on there, which is um, Harvest Moon, yeah. I think it is, which is one of my favourite ones. So I was kind of disappointed that this one wasn't on this one. It's on, obviously, after the Gold Rush, I believe. It's from, like, 1992. So it's, it was I it? It's, I don't know, maybe. I thought it was Neil Young. But either way, um, yeah. Neil Young, I, I'd like to get... I'd like to listen to some of his other albums. I think some of his other albums are a lot heavier. Um, a darker yeah I think so but, um, but I, I like acoustic Neil Young I can get into it it's from mm. 1992 is it? yeah yeah Harvest Moon? yeah well there you go maybe well, is that just no, a remaster? but there's an album he brought an album out <laughs> called Harvest Moon so hopefully it's on there well um, but yeah so my, my take on the album he's a good lyricist his guitar playing is lovely uh, his voice is a bit, mm, mm. not there for me I like mm. strong voices especially yeah. in a male vocal I prefer Kind of strong. If you're gonna go high, get some get some guts behind it. He seems a bit whiny, but that's a small thing. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> small thing. Should I tell you some of the things I enjoy? Please do. Mm. Out on the weekend, mm. I thought the melody right is very memorable, and this line, "She's so fine, she's in my mind." Out for the weekend, it's like a Paul McCartney simple melody type very of thing. Paul McCartney. You know what I mean? It's very easy to remember. <laughs> Great guitars. He like he does like this 
kicking acoustic thing where like he just makes it sound so effortless and mm-hmm. things like that. Heart of Gold is a tune. Yeah. It's a classic tune. Yeah. I old man, we've already talked about it, but I love folk wisdom. Mm, okay. Classic folk <laughs> wisdom. That I love it when a man like or a woman, but like you know that genre, that seventies thing about when they're looking back and they're getting a bit old. He's only twenty four in there, so he's not even old, but he's like embracing that kind of like I don't know, wisdom, some deeper mm. wisdom. Mm. Um I thought the harmonies on Alabama before we talked about it were amazing. You know, the the needle and the damage done. Words filled with pain and experience. Mm. And I, I don't know if there's many songs that actually talk about this stuff in a better way than this does. I thought, you know, it really helps me to understand, like, trying to get that fix and that kind of thing. And it was a big problem in the late, seven, uh, late 60s, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And we lost a lot of great artists and we're still losing artists today. Well, yeah. Uh, through things like that. Only other song that like, reminds me of that talks about it in that kind of detail is uh, the Pink Floyd. Um, I'm trying to hope it will come to me. Yeah, the Pink Floyd song off the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't remember what it's called then. It's that memorable. <laughs> um, comfortably Numb. Oh, um, yeah. Which obviously talks a little bit about it, but doesn't talk about the issues with it. It talks about it in a very almost positive way, which is quite weird. But then mm. obviously this song... Even the title, the needle, and the damage done. It's very, yeah, I just yeah. say folk wisdom. Folk wisdom. <laughs> and then Words, I thought it was an amazing song. Like, I never thought Neil Young was an electric guitarist. I just thought he was a folk singer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when I heard this, I was like, this this rocks. Mm-hmm. Like, this is pretty cool. And going from the 4-4 to 11-8, and I just loved sitting there and counting it and working it out before I looked it up. And, like, that going from 6-8 to 5 8 I just love stuff like that mm. just really enjoy it and you know for me this was a, a brilliant brilliant album but when he was mixing this album he would sit so he was mixing it in his ranch and he'd sit outside in a field mm. oh I might have even read that he's in a boat oh yeah right yeah, yeah. he's in a boat yeah and he sits there and he shouts into the engineer more field or more ranch or whatever and they mixed it like he was panning it while he's sitting there, blaring it out oh, of his ranch. Know. It's not a mad way to mix an album. Really mad. And I, three of these he recorded in this barn. That's crazy. I would say more barn. That was it. More barn. More I like barn. that. That's a really nice image. I, crazy, I'd love to do that. If I had the money, mm. to buy a big barn, just record stuff. And that's it. the barn that he bought from that old man. You know what I mean? <laughs> old man <laughs> looking at my life. Yeah, I'm a lot like Or you. the old man was like the guy who cleaned it or something. Right. He was like, mm. and handed it over. So I, I, this is the kind of music I'm into at the moment. Mm. It's like 70s. I think there's something that we're missing in this world and age of synths, pads. I talked about this last week. Mm. The 70s mm. for me has an amazing sounds in it. It's kind of matured, that 60s sound. It's more people have that kind of, you know, how you do it. It's going through these old tapes. Yeah. Something about it. There's a deep richness about it. Like the analog Yeah. I've never been one of those people that go, analog, blah, blah, blah. I hate that. But, (laughs) and, you know, if you love folklore, have have a great life. Please (laughs) enjoy yourself. But there's something about, like, just those old sounds. Definitely. They don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. You know what I mean? No, they do not. Uh, Neil Young is only, like, I was like, man, he must be getting on. But he is only four years younger than Paul McCartney, right? Oh, right. And I oh, thought, right. like, he was at least 10 years younger. I thought he grew up with the Beatles and was like, oh, the Beatles, I want to be one. Yeah. But actually, he was, like, doing his music thing at the same time. Mm. But it's only in the 70s when he's he's got that craft going. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. That it really. So, I, I mean, I, for one, really enjoys. I for the only one. No, no, really. I've enjoyed it too. I did, I did enjoy I've it. So there you go, right? We're going to take a break mm. and then we're going to compare it to Patchwork by a passenger. So here we go. Amazing. So we're going to compare uh, Neil Young Harvest with Patchwork by Passenger. And this is um, Passenger's 12th album. And I want to read, there's a letter. 
Right, on um, Passenger's website that I'd love to read out for you. And so, hi everyone, I'm extremely excited to say that my 12th studio album, Patchwork, is out today and you can listen to it from now. Here, there's a link. I'm really proud of this one. I wrote it during lockdown, other than the Lewis Capaldi cover, uh, which I really wish was my song. I feel the whole album is extremely honest and comes from a vulnerable place. It was strange and lonely feeling suddenly on my own. Uh, for weeks on end and writing these songs became a massive source of hope and comfort for me in this time i hope uh, they go on to give others the same feelings some of you will recognize some of these songs from the live videos that he does so he does like live facebook live videos which is really cool Uh, the versions are of course different but we try to keep them natural and true to their origin and basically um when you download uh and pay for patchwork by passenger. Mm. Uh, all donations when you pay for it go to the Trussell Trust, which uh, sees wants to see the end of food banks in the UK. Mm. And you know it, they support um, a network of one thousand two hundred food bank centres, uh, and they surprise uh, provide something uh, emergency food support for people locked in poverty and are campaigning against. Uh, the need for food banks so food banks are great but you know actually we shouldn't be in this position should we mm. so we re- we're going to put the link uh, below in our show notes and we would love for you to go and download this album and support such a great and worthy mm. cause like yeah. first of all why have we got food banks in the UK like food banks are amazing but, but really as a country yeah shouldn't be a, a country as rich as this it, it shouldn't, shouldn't be happening should it no. No. i know 10 years ago 20 years ago wasn't like this no you know what i mean but they the good work of these people they're going on our church has a food bank an emergency one that's been set up mm. in um in this pandemic which is amazing but you know imagine being one of these people that yeah. that literally needs to rely on a food bank and can't get out of poverty and mm. it's not like Oh, poor people. This is like everyday working class people mm. who literally can't even see to the end of the month or to the end of the week because they they have kids and, you know, they work. they're not like scroungers. No. They're normal people like us. You know what I mean? We're fortunate enough to not have to do this, but it's just not on. Well, we're all just like one paycheck away from... Yeah, you never know. You never it know. Could be, it's, yeah. You're a lot closer to, to it than you realise. And as you say, like it's nurses and... Ordinary people having to rely on these things. It's crazy. It's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. So, you know, before we go and talk about this album, go and support this worthy mm. cause. Definitely. Mm. Because uh, this is amazing. And I really, I really love, you know, that there was this message on his website to his fans. Mm. Uh, I really loved it. It's to support uh, food banks. And to everyone, to anyone that's involved in the food bank, thank you for all that they do. Mm. That's Definitely. amazing. And if you know what? Go and get involved in your local food bank. They mm. always need help. They always need mm. volunteers. And it can be, you may say, oh, I don't have skills like that. You can literally just be driving the food to them. You can literally be packing it to a job that any of us can do, isn't it? So uh, get involved. But please donate if you can. So, Patchwork by Passenger. Mm. Me and Adam, oh. we are long-time Passenger fans. Long, long, long time. Probably the last 10 years, we will always check out the new Passenger album. Always. And this is probably the first one in a while where I haven't listened to it straight away. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but maybe I didn't even hear it come out. Right. But there you go. So, Adam, I want you mm. to start off for us. Go for it. Uh, so I did know this had come out, um, and I'd watched one of his Facebook uh, live videos as well, which he was doing kind of over the uh, <clears throat> over the pandemic time, lockdown time. Um, absolutely love this album. Love Passenger, love what he's about. Um, I think his songs, he's just a natural kind of storyteller. If you listen to all his past albums, uh, everyone obviously knows him from Let It Go. Um, but but obviously his, his album, even the songs on that album um, that that's from, just uh, he's just great at telling stories. He's really good at, at seeing people like out on the street or seeing even inanimate objects or animals and creating stories around these people. Um and this album is is very similar to that. He kind of makes these songs all about um, being alone, uh, being locked down, missing friends, missing family, which we can all relate to. Um, 
and uh, and yeah, it's this trend of, of vulnerability, um, again showing that everyone has kind of struggled with this kind of really weird time of being uh, locked down, um, and he needed some outlet, and he, he kind of found himself right this. I watched a video, um, that he kind of put again, I think again on his website of him talking about the album, and he'd just been kind of writing these songs, and then he realised, oh wait, I've got an album here. Definitely need to get this together. So um, so yeah, he put he put this album together. I love it. I think it's great. Um, his guitar playing. I think he learned on a Spanish guitar first, and then he kind of oh. later on became this acoustic guitar player. Normal steel string acoustic. His guitar playing is great. Summer rain, lovely guitar. Um, Sword from the stone, great. Queenstown, one of those tracks. It's just this wonderful storytelling. This longing of of wanting to be. Back in a place, back on holiday, back with friends, back with family, and um, back with someone he loves. It's just there. Uh, it's just great. And um, yeah, this album, solid, solid album is what I put there. Gets across feelings of quarantine songs like Venice Canals and Swimming Upstream. I think it's great. I think it's pretty much what a lot of people are feeling during this time. Mm. Well, this time that's just gone past. We're kind of coming kind of out of it, but yeah. we are in it. It's it's a bit of a weird time at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. So it's great. Grace. I loved it too. Nah. Everything stunning in every way. Oh. In every way. Just stunning. And he is just amazing. I love him. I thought you could say he's I just said, stunning. And he is stunning. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like thank you, passenger. I didn't know that I loved him, but I love him. Mm. He is incredible. Have you listened to much passenger before? Not a lot, no. Oh, just like the, the like you said, the the main ones that everyone yeah. tends to know, but I am going to go back now. You go back. Well, that album, oh my goodness. With All the Shining Lights, I think it's yeah, called. Something like that. Something like that. But, Ugh, but honestly, nice. like, mm. that album is so good. It's it's amazing, isn't it? Amazing. The stories mm. are brilliant. You need yeah. to listen to that. And then Definitely Whispers not. 1 and Whispers 2. Oh, oh my goodness. Just, uh, just brilliant. It's amazing. He'll have you cry. Yeah, He's such a good guitar player. such yeah. a good singer. Yeah, yeah, he is. So it had me balling. Venice Canals, balling. Then we moved on. Queenstown, still balling. <laughs> Literally in tears. Literally. I don't That's know. Wonderful. I don't know if I was just emotional, but it was just be- still, like, because Venice Canals, it's all about. thinking about Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Venice Canals is like in the middle of the horrendousness of the situation, the pandemic, everyone's on lockdown. Mm. Everyone's got so much to be so down about. But there's so much beauty going on in the world yeah. and in nature. I know there's a joke, it's like, oh, because at that time we can now see like the Taj Mahal from Birkenhead. <laughs> There's all this, all this joke. <laughs> but like the Venice canals, you could the fish went back in there, they cleared the door. Yeah. It's all like all oh, these little beautiful things. And he, he's saying it, it's not a happy song. Like, yeah, we're not in a good situation, hmm. but there's beauty to be found here. Yeah. It's amazing. And Summer Rain, like you said, kill me off. Yeah. Amazing. It's just an album I want to listen to by my window when it's raining. Yeah. I want to mm. be staring out, reflecting on this time. Silently crying <laughs> whilst I drink a wow. cup of tea. Come on, <laughs> I thought you guys a cup of vodka. <laughs> so good, so good. What I liked about it as well is that some of his later albums and um, before this one had kind of become a bit more full band, less just him and a guitar. But this one kind of obviously because mm. he had no choice, kind of went back a little bit to just him and a guitar, maybe a bit of piano. And I thought that was really nice and refreshing. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. What about I, you, I love this album, you know, I, I really loved it. Um, I think I preferred, you know, I think if you asked Passenger, mm. he'd say he loves Neil Young, right? Could you hear that? I believe, I mm. believe, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, he would do. So, I, like, I looked it up and he, like, loves this, like, 70, like, late 60s, mm. 70s, like, singer-songwriter type thing, like the Joni Mitchell kind of thing and mm. all different types um, especially uh, Simon and Garfunkel, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's a big one. Um, and, you know, so Mike Rosenberg, who is the guy from Passenger, hmm. I, I put down here, he has to be one of the most underrated singer-songwriters mm. of not just this generation, but, like, of the last 30, 40 years. Definitely. Something Definitely. like that. And, you know, this is an honest album. It's a great album. His playing is amazing. Like... I know he had success with that out, like Let Her Go. Is that what it's called, Let Her Go? Let Her Go. Let her go. Yeah. I know he had success with that, but really, like, 
he is much more than a one-hit wonder. Definitely. Like, definitely. He is yeah. so good and such an... Un- and I bet there's loads of underrated singer-songwriters now because, you know, singer-songwriters just don't... Well, there's so many of them, isn't there, mm. now? Yeah. But I bet you there's, there's loads of kind of type of people like him, but he is definitely a hidden gem and just the most amazing writer. Most amazing writer. So I really, really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. Mm. Which would you rather... Mm. Now, as I'm, I mean, Grace, you're going to say this album, right? Absolutely. The, the Passenger album. I'm going to say, I really, really loved, I've listened to other Neil Young stuff and I didn't like it as much as this album. Mm. But I was like, this is a keeper. This is staying this album. Yeah. Right. Um, and I've really enjoyed listening to it. So, Asm, mm. we know that you love Passenger. I do. Is that who you're going for? It yeah. is. It is. Amazing. I think, and don't get me wrong, I think without Neil Young, there wouldn't be a lot of singer-songwriters and I know he's more than an acoustic player, Neil Young, but so like Passenger obviously gets a lot of his inspiration from him. Mm. Absolutely. But for me, that's Passenger album. Mm. Just everything to do with Passenger. Give me, give me more. Amazing. Go and check out those albums because there is like content in there and just gold in there, isn't Mm. it? Just, and really great songs and, Mm. you know, we can all, if you're a guitar player, we can learn how to pick in a new way and like, what I think is amazing, like he fills a whole album just with his guitar and it doesn't get boring. Yeah. And you know, we were talking about that like Neil Young thing about it being a bit boring sometimes. It's a bit repetitive, whereas this one isn't. Mm. Yeah. Every song is clearly distinct from each other. See, yeah. I found them really similar. Like these ones. Not yeah. Passengers. Like not not as like albums, but as artists. Yeah. Like Neil Young and Passenger, I was like I see it. Oh, like the, the way right. he's like, the right. way Neil Young picks his guitar and finds like extra notes in there and yeah, like yeah. hammer-ons and different things like that. Like I learned a lot of my like picking things from, um, from Passenger, hmm. and I was like, oh, but that's that's kind of where it came from. It's a bit more, mm. um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a bit. It's not as, I don't know. There's something still a bit seventies about it, I guess. Yeah. Like not not up to date about it, but yeah, there you go. Let's do ratings. Right, let's mm. just get out of the way. Chris, <laughs> tell me what you're rating. For Neil Young. For Neil Young. Two. Asm? Now, I'm normally a fan of a 0. 0.5 in this, but I'm just going to go with a solid three. Oh, my goodness. I respect that. Yeah. Again, the voice. But I still thought it was good. It's a five, guys. Oh, as it's if. It's an absolute five. It's a five guys as burger. If. It's wow. an absolute five. I loved it. Five no. guys and fries. Madness. Yeah. That shocks me. It's an amazing album. In that case, then, with it being a five, guys, is it... I, I want to use that. <laughs> is it a Hall of Famer? Oh, I don't know. I th- I, I'm looking at flipping 80 more albums that we've got to No, it probably isn't. Okay. But it, it is amazing. Right. So, do you know what? Like, the things that you enjoyed, like the London Symphony Orchestra... I didn't enjoy those tracks as much, but oh. I'll tell you what I did enjoy. Yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, he has like a performance from 1972 mm. at the BBC. He does like half an hour's worth of material, loads of it from this album, just him and a guitar. The audience are just silent as he just plays it. He like is making jokes because his whole jacket that he's got, he's got like every harmonica in there and every different king. <laughs> and so he's just like trying to find it. And for like literally for two minutes, he's like, nope, not this one. No, not this one. <laughs> and he's like making jokes about it or something. And he's like, have you got yours? Can I borrow you? And obviously no one has their harmonica mm-hmm. on them. So it's just dead funny. And he was... No he has was... got their harmonica on them. <laughs> it's the <laughs> 70s. You never know though, to be fair. <laughs> And I, I just loved it. It was just a work of art. And he's, he plays piano on it. He plays guitar. Mm. He's got different tunings and different things. Just, this was a five. An absolute banging five. There was no doubt. This is my vibe at the moment. This is where I'm right up to. Wow. With things, yeah. I know. Excellent. So there we go. We've done the music chat. Mm. And now... Sack that off now. <laughs> now. Now to the real important content. <laughs> now... It's quizzing time. Hey. What time is it? 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 It's quizzing time. Quizzing time. Quizzing time. We are playing. Time. 
right. It is quizzing time, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. As we know, it is the usual format. Go on, Matt, you want to say something? It's 3-1 to me. It, we're getting there. 3-1. Oh. It is. It's 3-1 to Matt. Right. He's currently in the lead. Rules of the game are as follows. I'm going to ask you to name as many such and such as you can. Uh, you just need to name as many as you can. Now, you're going to barter off. I just want to say banter off against each other. I'm sorry. You have to square off uh, by guessing or betting how much mm. that you can name. Uh, whoever thinks they can name the most will give it a go. If you're successful, well done. You get a point. If not, unlucky. As always, two music ones and the tiebreaker is a non-music ones. Matt's got the pan and ped. Pan and ped? The pan nope. and ped. Let's do that again. It's Matt has lovely got, pan and ped you've got there. Matt has got... <laughs> The pad and paper ready. Grace The doesn't. pad and paper. Well, Grace, this is why he's 3 1, because he's actually prepared. I'm just saying. All right. And the pen. And the pen. He's got the Manny Peddy and he's ready. So, here we go. Quiz and time. Quiz number one. I would like you. When I wrote this down, it made so much sense, but now I'm not sure. I would like you to name as many 80s. Bands as you can. I was going to say female bands, but no, just 80s, but bands in the 80s. Now, with bands, I mean, it can be uh, boy bands. It can mean obviously groups, super groups, things Ooh, like that. If they are a solo person with just a backing band, may allow it. We'll see how we go. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. With backing vocalists. Back and vocalist. So, Grace, we'll come to you first. How many do you think you can name? I'm going to start low because I feel like Matt's got about 700. Start low. Here we go. Three. Three. By the way, <laughs> I saw you look over to try and see what he's writing how down How many as well. he's got? Yeah. Matt, how many do you think you named? Higher or lower? Four. Four. And you've done some four, Grace. Five. Five. Yes. Wait, no. Let me. Hold on. Hold on. Can we pause? I mean, we can, but as it's not As long as content. they just existed still in the 80s, can they have either you know, come together in the 70s or can they still be going in the 90s? Well, you can't say the Beatles because they've split up. So they have to still be active and released a single album at least okay. from between the 1st of January 1980 to the 31st of December I'm 1989. I'm as if I deeply know. Mm. If they All have broken up in 1979 and they release an album, no. But if they are active and releasing an album in the 80s, then you get them, yeah. But yes, the Beatles does not count. What, num- what number are we up to? Five, four? Uh, yeah, four. Five. Oh, I say five. Five. Matt, any of us five? How have you got yeah, so six. many? Six. Come on, one of you is going to go for a big number. Come on, call each other out. Deep in thought. Here. Deep in thought. Seven. Seven. Yeah, eight. Eight. Thank goodness, guys. Come on. How? Adam, how many has he got there? I don't know. Well, you just need to try and call them out. Come on. I've only got three. Go big, go on. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is, the, this is the clever. This is the clever game. Nine. Okay, nine. Wait. Nine. Yeah. Ten. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Are we still going to hear you do it? Come on. Any of them on time? Right, no, I'm stopping. Ten. I mean, you can. Go on. Say 20. Come on. <laughs> 25. 25. Do you actually want to say 25? No, because, no, because you're not going to name them and it's just boring. Because then we go. Yeah, no. I, that was it. It's a joke, Matthew. I said 10. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing 10. Full names. You're doing 10, Matt? Yeah. Here we go. Go. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'd like you to do it in the... um, What's his name? Um, uh Uh-huh. What's his name? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Go on. on. Jordan, Jordan. Yes. The NWA. Ooh, NWA. No, they just are. There's, There's no... They just are from the 80s. I'd like to allow him to Hold on. check. Yeah, sorry. That's boring. Well, you can say it's boring, but it's what's going to happen. Years active. Yeah, 87 to 91, then yeah. 99 to 2000. You are correct. Carry on. The Traveling Wilburys. Yep. ABBA. Dancing Queen. Come on. Queen. Yep. Banana Rama. But yes, <laughs> come on. Stone Roses. Yep. Oh, actually, hold on. Stone Roses, let me just check. I was a bit nervous about that one. Let's just check. I can't just be giving you a carte blanche. I just Stone Roses. the time where I wasn't allowed the Christmas tree. Stone Roses, years active. <gasps> 83 to 96. <sighs> yep, go on. As if. Guns and Roses. Yep. Edward Smith. Yep. I've, I've named 10, but I've got 11. Run DMC. <laughs> Walk this way. 
There we go. It's wild. I'm so glad that happened because you would have stopped at 11 and then I would have had to have fake names 11. <laughs> so, yes, that is uh, easy. Good one. Good one, that. Next up, I feel like this might be a whitewash mat. Next up is <laughs> Matt mentioned them, I think. Great band, Queen. Oh, oh. They had many songs. Said, you're asking biased questions. You don't like Queen. Where are your, where are your questions you about like Taylor Swift? Right. Hang Wait. on. Do you, like, that, do you like Queen? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, well, I don't question. know them inside out. N- neither does necessarily That's your matter. fault. Because you should, yeah. <laughs> but also, you are on a music podcast. <laughs> Yesterday, I watched the show Must Go On on oh, yeah. Netflix about Queen with Adam Lambert. Oh. Our friend recommended it. Brilliant. Mm. And how they picked a new singer and stuff like that. Mm. Have you ever heard Adam Lambert? Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's got range. Pipes. Pipes for days. For, for days. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Grace, so how many go on? Show must go on is a Queen song, so you can have well, that one. Thank you, you thank you. So you can at least name one. Oh, is that the question? How many can you name? How many Queen songs Stop. can you name? Matt will come to you first. How many can you name? Five. Come on, Six. strong. Six. I need time to think, Matt, you go too quick. Up the ante, Matt, come on. This is stressful. Seven, yeah. Eight. <laughs> do Ten. Oh. Come on. How? You're not writing this quick. No, I'm not, but... You're going to say I'm you ho- just know him. I'm hoping that we can just pause it and I can write out the 10 and have a bit of time <laughs> to think about it. Can we pause it now? Were yeah. you up to 12? Come on. Yeah, but the problem is we're still battling, aren't we? So Are you 12? Can we lose that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I said 10, so you say... Oh, 12. I 13. <laughs> and you went on some 13. 14. Where's now, Grace at? Now, mate, you can gamble and... and does she know 14 or does she not? She doesn't know five. But then, so I'm not sure. gamble it. If I don't want to start naming them because I can't name them. You go 15. Okay. 15. Oh, gosh. You, you, you're so easily drawn into this, Matt. Is that I, what? I'm stopping at 15. <laughs> 15. I'm going to let Matt. <laughs> right. I've got a list of them all here, so okay. you're going to give me some time. I, Just give me a minute. I wasn't allowed time with the trees. You have 15 names off the top of my head. You yeah. also said Christmas tree. <laughs> right. Okay, Matt. 15 Queen songs. The show must go on. Yes. Don't stop me now. Yep. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Killer Queen. Yep. Who wants to live forever? Yep. Bicycle race. Yep. Fat bottom girls. Come on. Flash. Yep. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Hero. That's some. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just check on my official list. It goes second after Flash. Under H. It's not called Hero. Now. What's it called? It's called The Hero. <gasps> and you know what? You know what? Don't Doesn't give it count. to him. Hey! <laughs> no, 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 no. no? You were so confident. What are you talking about? I've never so respected you more. Confident. What are you talking about? You were so confident. The? I also really want to What's it under? T or H? It's under... Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> What's it under? And the cover. Sorry, did you do the jingle? I don't think you did. What's it under? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Irrelevant. Matt, I wasn't allowed Christmas tree. What you put in your house? I mean, a pantry? No. no. A Christmas tree? You, you put in a Douglas fair, which I've accepted. Okay. <laughs> Can't keep Can going I, over I'm this I'm not Christ. having this. You I am, though. So raise your hand if you're having this. This is absolutely fixed. This so, two people have raised their hands. Can you carry on my list? Yeah. It's pointless, but sure. <laughs> we all rock you. Yep. We are the champions. Yep. You're not the champion. Dragon Attack. Yep. Great song. Get down, make love. Get down, make love. Now I'm here. Yep, yep. So I can name 15, right? But you can't. Well, you know, you can't. But you can name 14. Is that 14? You can name 14 and a half because and doesn't cut it. Hero isn't right. It's the hero. If you just said... If you just right, said... move on. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be, fi- it's gonna be fixed, all right? It's not fixed. We have to get to your tiebreaker every week. I see how it is. Well, we do. I see how it is. I've had a lot of fun to the tiebreaker because it's the non-musical tiebreaker. Oh, I love to hear it. No, I remember when I was, I was confident in the mor- the morals of Elvenina. We just got to make it make it fun. There's cracks in lustre pleaters. There is no cracks. It was going to be a whitewash. <laughs> You've won by a technicality. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? It's that little bit come down with me. <laughs> I hope you're happy. What a sad little life, Jane. I remember that guy who's a Man United fan. They won by a technicality. Yeah. Give it to Giggsy by the end of the season. <laughs> Of oh, the legend who recommended you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, the tiebreaker. I have uh, just spent a wonderful time in Bristol. And on the way back from Bristol, we went via Cardiff. Uh, 
and we saw uh, Cardiff Castle. I'm giving you one there for free. And oh. then next week, I'm going to cricket on holiday. Now, Wales. I'm so angry. I need 15 Queen songs. <laughs> you didn't need 14. <laughs> and now I'm needing a flipping castle. <laughs> what? But we've got there. You don't know what I'm going to say. Why is he saying this like you're a dog? <laughs> Wales has many a famous castle. Oh, how many Welsh castles oh. can you name? Can we spread it out to the UK? No, <laughs> because then it would be how many castles in the UK can you name? Come on, Grace. <laughs> Listen to the question. All right. <laughs> I've done you a favour here by not We've giving him too hand. much power, Matt. You really have. It's gone to my head. We need to take this around. It has gone to his head. It has. But I am the, I am the quiz master. <laughs> Welsh castles. Matt has a little bit of an advantage here. That's you are. You've got an advantage. <laughs> how many castles did we go to as kids? Exactly. Think I'm of all the thimbles. About the number, you're right. Think of all the thimbles we bought for Nan. <laughs> it's all in there. Right, Grace. How many Welsh castles can you name? Make I'm sure you say hard. the castle, because otherwise it won't count. <laughs> oh, mate, you need to get over yourself. Calm it down, pal. Calm it right. What? Hey, that neck you've got. Wind it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do some damage control. Wind it in. Come on, then. Right, I'm, I'm going in hot. Five. Woo! BS. <laughs> The closest we could. The five one. castles. I go six. Six castles. I'm actually going to stop there because I've got uh, two on my list. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you play the game, ladies and gentlemen. How you gamble, Matt? Oh, balls! <laughs> Is we about to make it three two? I think we are. Right. Uh, come on, come on, Matt. Tell me six castles, Matt. Name, name them castles. Ready for my Welsh accent? Can I have I love it. Big fan. Cricket. It's getting worse. Cricket. Yeah. Uh, is there a cricket castle? Yeah, there, he's going next week. You're going to look at it. <sighs> he's just letting go. Just let me have a look. Because it's not showing on here. <laughs> now, I've let you off with Carnarvon because I'm pretty sure it's called Carmarthenshire. In fact, no. What? No, it is Carnarvon Castle. Right. Oh, you know, it is called Carnarvon. It's in Carnarvonshire, innit? Wales has about 600 castles. Wales is Wales, innit? Okay, cricket castle. We'll allow. We'll allow. We'll allow. So, uh, can we just. Uh, you couldn't have the before, but you can have... Because it's, it's a castle? <laughs> oh, come on and now. And the song's called Nicky Hero. Go, Nicky go. It's not, it's called The Hero. <laughs> Cardiff. Yep. Oh, didn't we go. Harlech. Yep. Flint. Mm, hold on. If it's called anything else, you can't have it. Uh, yeah, Flint Castle, no, Flint Castle's here. It's here. Nah, I was running out. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, that's it. Conway Castle. Hold on, let me just double check. Get in the Is that six? <laughs> Get right in the sea. <laughs> Hold on, let me just double check the Conway. Conway Castle's there. Oh! I also, can Is you look up for me? Name? I guessed Swansea Castle. Swansea? Does Swansea have a castle? I didn't think about just naming places. Yeah, it's really obvious when you think about it. Well, you only now, have two down. I said two, so. Swansea Castle, it's there. 12th century. Wow. What do you there. have on your list, Grace? Uh, Cardiff that he gave us. It doesn't matter because I'm cricket four one. <laughs> wow, look at that. That's um, it's a fix. Disgusting. It's not a fix. You had every year. Uh, All the odds were against me. I still. Oh. All right, calm down. Normally, normally <laughs> it's those tiebreakers that I that I get. It's the not, towers. It's not because you say Christmas tree. Uh. <laughs> It was one tiebreaker. And then we spent 20 minutes discussing what a tower is, the merits of a building making it a tower. <laughs> so with that, Matt's steaming ahead with 4-1. Oh. I think if he gets to five, we might have to call it call it done. Wow. Get five your act done. together, Grace. Wow. Book up. Book up your ideas, pal. Wow. Don't be boring, Adam. But no one likes it. Doesn't matter what you have to say. <laughs> you fall one down. <laughs> Unlucky. And that right there. <laughs> well, that's quizzing time. What time is it? 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 It's quizzing time. Quizzing time. Quizzing time. Time. It's quizzing time. Amazing. So that was quizzing time. I'm 4 1 up. Come on. Come on. Guys, do you want to know what next week's albums are? Always. The Clash by The Clash. Mm. Come on. And we are also listening to Neck Deep. All distortions are intentional. Guys, we're going punk. 
Go and punk. Get your mohawks off. Get your eyeliner off. Anarchy in the UK. Come on. <laughs> I'm feeling it already. Let me smash something. <laughs> <laughs> Down with Thatcher. <laughs> yeah, well, we can all agree about that. We can. So, anyway. So, they're next week's albums. Really excited about them. Thank you so much for listening. Why don't you subscribe to the podcast? We would love that. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram, uh, Elvanilo. Uh, my handle is at Matt Courtney Music. Grace, your handle is Grace underscore Salmons. Adam. Uh, Adam Courtney 95. Brilliant. And guys, we're going to be recording real, real soon an After Dark episode. And Amen. Call it what it is. Come on. After Dark. <laughs> Grace, we've not heard George yet, but we'll save that. We'll save it for the Ooh. After Dark. Ooh. Amazing. And in an After Dark episode, mm. we do fan questions. That's what we do. We do. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a very short episode. And we're going to have to listen to more Pete Bryce. (laughs) (laughs) If we don't get some questions in, so you can email them to lvanilopodcast at gmail.com. lvanilopodcast at gmail.com. So please get them in because we love having fan questions. We love interacting. Who's your favourite band? Who do you want us to talk about? All these things. Would you rather have hot dogs for legs or legs for hot dogs? What's What's your favourite castle in Wales? Exactly. We want to hear your questions mm. uh, and we want to talk about them. So anything, we would love to hear it. So that would be amazing. Uh, please leave us a positive review on iTunes. It really helps. Uh, tell your friends about this. Definitely. Tell your friends about Elvin Tell your friends. Share the love. Wouldn't it be great to have like a listen-along party? Definitely. You meet up just to listen to Elvin Amazing. Goodness. I went for a drive this week yep. uh, with my wife, Becky. She listened to her first two episodes of Elvin It was a amazing. long five-hour journey. She said... Why don't we listen to the podcast? Love that. Come on, let's oh, do it. That's very nice. So there we go. Is it eye-opening for her? Did she yeah, love it? Hated it. No, I'm <laughs> The support was there. No, she didn't. She loved it. She fell asleep in the second one, which is a bit awkward. But uh, <laughs> I think it's just the journey. We'll find out. And listen along to next week's albums. So The Clash. By The Clash. By The Clash. And Neck Deep. All distortions are intentional. Mm. Guys, we have loved being with you this week. And we look forward to speaking to you next week. So have a great week. Bye. Take care.